people who are biting their fingers in fear. Changing is not easy, but changing your life, changing habits, reinventing yourself. Yeah. You will win if you don't quit. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. It's an experience. This is the Kairos Moment with Pastor Jack on Active FM. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Kairos Moment on Active FM. This is Pastor Jack Chiro from the Full Gospel Church of God in Johannesburg, South Africa. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to share a word of inspiration with you. And I pray that your hearts will be open to be able to receive this word and be blessed. Let's pray together. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to thank you for the opportunity once again to share a short word of inspiration to those that are listening, whichever part of the world. Um, I pray, Father God, that their hearts will be open and, and receptive to your word and that your word will not return void, but will accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. I would like to share with you a short word um, titled The Poison of Unforgiveness. The Poison of Unforgiveness. You see, many people want to succeed in life. Many people want to make it in life. But sometimes what happens is that they keep drinking the poison of unforgiveness. And that becomes a hindrance to any type of success that one wants to achieve in life. In, in, the, in the book of Matthew chapter 18 and verse 21, uh, Matthew 18 from verse uh, uh, 21. Perhaps I'm going to, you can read that in your own time, verse 21 to 25, but I'm just going to focus on verse 25 and 26. Uh, uh, Matthew chapter 21 to, to 35, you can read that in your own time, and I'm going to focus on Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. The Word of God says, and whatever... Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you uh, your own weaknesses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive you. Now, forgiveness is defined as giving up resentment against someone or surrendering one's right um, to retaliate. So you've got the right to retaliate. You've got the right to revenge. You've got the right to hit back, but you give up that right. And that is what forgiveness is all about. No matter what the other person did, because many people say, but pastor, you don't know what he, what he did. But pastor, you don't know what he said to me. But pastor, you don't know what I've had to go through with this person. Um, it doesn't matter what the person did. Uh, forgiveness is, is, is the ability to give up that resentment against someone, surrendering one's right to retaliate. Unforgiveness is a deliberate, willful refusal to give up resentment um, or an instance, uh, insistence that someone pay for the wrong that they've committed. It means to, to let go of the person who... Uh, forgiveness, on the other hand, means to let go of the person who committed an offense, to let go of someone who caused us pain, to decide, you know what, I'm going to let it go. They didn't even say sorry. They didn't apologize. I'm going to let it go anyway to cancel a pending debt. Uh, the Bible uh, it tells us the story of that unforgiving servant. Um, and so he came to the king and he asked for mercy. 
and the king forgave him and canceled the pending debt. So forgiveness can be difficult because we think wrongdoers shouldn't get away with their offenses and uh, right, rightly so. So there are certain uh, 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 wrong, uh, there are certain wrongdoings in society uh, where the law needs to take its course. Uh, but at the end of the day, we ourselves need to still forgive because that affects our hearts. Even though the law sometimes will need to take its course, um, we need to let go of that offense in our hearts uh, because unforgiveness will affect us, not the person that offended us or hurt us. Um, and so when we accept Christ as our savior, we surrender the right to take matters into our own hands. Um, our only responsibility is to forgive and let the Lord take care of the rest. Very important. The nature of uh, unforgiveness. There are many reasons why we shouldn't hold on to this negative emotion. Um, it doesn't fit our identity in Christ. Since we have been forgiven of our sins, our past, present and future, we shouldn't hold grudges against those that have wronged us. Um, it also plants a seed of bitterness. A refusal to forgive is, is not an isolated act. It, it can take root and cause headache um, and havoc in our lives. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15 speaks about the root of bitterness in our hearts. Uh, but it can, also, uh, it can also happen that it becomes self-imposed bondage. Uh, resentment is a burden that God never intended for us to bear. However, when we surrender it to Christ, he gives us rest. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. There's a rest that comes as a result of us surrendering that burden of, burden of unforgiveness to God. It is rebellion against God. That's what unforgiveness is. Unforgiveness is sinful uh, because it's a refusal uh, to do what our Heavenly Father asks us to do. And so it it's re becomes rebellion against God. It breaks our fellowship with the Lord. Uh, Jesus warned, if you do not forgive others, then our Father will not forgive your trespasses. Matthew chapter 6, verse 15. Uh, this doesn't mean we lose our salvation, but we can't, uh, we can't be right with God without, uh, while holding on to resentment. So those two don't go hand in hand. It causes self-inflicted suffering. That's what it does. Holding on to grudge causes more pain for us than it does uh, for our offenders. It, it was Joyce Meyer uh, that once said that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting your enemy to die. Your enemy won't die. You are the one that's going to die because, because you've refused to forgive. Um, remember that when you refuse to forgive, you lose your sleep. Um, you know, you lose your appetite sometimes. Um, you know, you toss and turn on the bed in the night when the person that hurts you and offended you have moved on. And they're not having a sleepless night. Uh, you are the one that is having a sleepless night. And so, and so at the end of the day, uh, um, you know, you need, to, you need to make that decision to be able to forgive. That is important. Um, it becomes a barrier. Those who blame others and refuse to surrender their bitterness uh, that, is, that is poisoning them cannot progress in life um, or achieve the prosperity and blessings God has in store. It becomes a hindrance to the blessing of God. I've, I've heard of people uh, who could not receive their healing uh, because of unforgiveness. Um, I've heard of stories of people whose uh, certain uh, sicknesses they had 
sicknesses, for example, like arthritis that they had that was linked to their unforgiveness because they had refused to forgive. And so um, that sickness was linked to their unforgiveness. It becomes a barrier uh, um, to, to them receiving healing. Our witness is damaged. We cannot tell others about Christ's forgiveness when we're holding grudges against other people. Uh, we cannot tell others about how God is able to forgive them when we ourselves are not able to forgive others. It also creates unresolved conflict. If we want to have Christ's peace and joy, conflicts with others must be reconciled. Very important. It blocks spiritual growth in our lives. If we tolerate any type of sin in our lives, you and I will not grow in Christ's likeness. And so you find that there will be stunted growth in our walk with God. We will not grow to the next level. It affects people around us. A bitter spirit can be passed on to others uh, uh, um, around us. And, and you know, um, even in churches, you find that when people have been offended, uh, maybe offended by the pastor, hurt by the pastor, and they haven't dealt with the hurt and the offense, what happens is that they go around and, and, and speak negatively about the pastor, their pastor, and, and, and begin to uh, uh, despise their pastor. And what happens is that that, that bitterness begins to spread um, around those uh, they associate with. Um, and, and that is why it's important that one needs to deal with that spirit of bitterness and unforgiveness. Um, it affects us physically. I spoke about that. And forgiveness can take a toll on our bodies and cause certain illnesses and sicknesses in our lives. Preachers and theologians aren't the only ones who say that. The medical profession has now come to realize how powerfully damaging it is when we refuse to forgive someone. A refusal to forgive actually has physical uh, implications and consequences, uh, neg negatively impact impacting our health. We get impacted by uh, the poison of, poison of unforgiveness. A doctor did a study of 71 college students, and this is how they discovered. Uh, she, had the, the, she had them either dwell on injustices done to them in the past or have them imagine themselves forgiving the offenders, you know, and that is how they were able to discover the toll that this has on, uh, you know, the, 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 the people's physical bodies, uh, the human body. It opens a door for demonic oppression. It opens a door for demonic oppression. In Matthew chapter 18, uh, the scripture that I gave you in the beginning, in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35, the unforgiving servant is handed over to the tormentors. Remember that uh, the guy first comes to the king and he asks for forgiveness because, you know, he's got this debt and it's weighing down on him heavily. He cannot forgive. He cannot uh, uh, um, pay the debt. And the king decides to cancel the debt. And as he leaves the king's presence, he meets a friend of his who owes him just a few cents, you know, a few rand, a few dollars. Uh, whichever currency you are using in whichever country you are. Um, and, and then he begins, the Bible says he begins to choke his friend. He begins to demand that his, friends pay, his friend pay back. Um, and, 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 and then he goes on to uh, put his friend in jail until he pays back his debt. And the Bible says that when the king heard about this, the king was infuriated and the king was angry. And he sent for the unforgiving servant and handed him over to the tormentors, which in the, uh, 
word tormentors in the original Greek is evil spirits. Uh, we can see that by this passage uh, of scripture that if we as Christians refuse to forgive another believer or somebody else and hold unforgiveness against a fellow uh, believer, God becomes very angry with us. He considers us wicked and therefore allows the enemy to torment us. And so people have had uh, have opened up to a spirit of unforgiveness. They've been tormented by demonic uh, spirits in their lives. Why? Because of unforgiveness. And so it's important that we, we search our hearts and we watch out for the spirit of unforgiveness in our hearts. Um, not, of, not all of offenses need to be confronted. Uh, they are petty and unintentional offenses that need to be overlooked. Uh, you know, the, and the Bible says in First Peter chapter 4 and verse 8, love will cover a multitude of sins. Uh, people do not always have to ask for forgiveness, uh, to be repentant, to receive forgiveness from us. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32, we are to forgive as God does, freely, eagerly, willingly. Uh, some offenses involve people who have died or are no longer in our lives. The emphasis here is not on their repentance, but on our forgiveness. We need to forgive, let it go, uh, and get over it. Do not become a, a habitual uh, grievance collector, you know, easily offended, and walking around with bitterness all the time. The relationship doesn't have to continue after forgiveness has taken place. There are in certain instances where your relationship can never, ever be the same even though you're forgiven. It depends on the damage caused and the individuals involved. Certain offenses, nevertheless, do need to be confronted. Uh, confrontation is not easy, but necessary sometimes when ignoring the uh, offense might hurt the offender. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1. When offense is scandalous, when the offense is scandalous and uh, potentially damaging to the body of Christ, then it needs to be offended, uh, confronted. First Corinthians chapter five, verse one and verse five. When the offense is hindering your relationship with the Lord, then it needs to be confronted. Uh, Luke chapter seventeen and verse three. When the offense has resulted in a broken relationship that requires formal forgiveness for reconciliation to occur, then the offense needs to be confronted. The implication is that God brings it to our mind. Beware of becoming obsessive, uh, an obsessive confronter. Again, we're not saying now that you just become obsessive about confronting everything and anyone, um, unless it's really necessary. But certain things, you've got to just let it go. How can we forgive? How can we forgive? Once we make a decision to forgive, the power of God's grace becomes available to forgive. Forgiveness is an act of free will. It's not a feeling, but a divine mandate. His grace enables us to forgive any kind of offense, and we need to make forgiveness a lifestyle. Very important. So first we need to make the decision to forgive, and then the power of God's grace becomes available to forgive. Um, when biblical forgiveness is recognized to be impossible from a human perspective, then believers realize the necessity of relying on God to help them forgive others. Biblical forgiveness may seem impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Matthew chapter 19 
and verse 26 matthew chapter 19 and verse 26 there are people who who say oh man pastor you don't know what you're talking about it this is hard this is impossible but i want to say to you that with god all things are possible jeremiah 32 and verse 17 Jeremiah 32 and verse 17. Matthew 19, verse 26, the Bible says, But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 32, verse 17, the Bible says, Ah, Lord God, it is you. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the, the heavens and the earth by your great power. And by your outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for you. When believers depend on God's unlimited power and his word, they will truly forgive instead of trusting in their own natural wisdom. Limited strength and un unpredictable emotions that prohibit biblical forgiveness. Biblical forgiveness is not uh, lip service, but is from the heart. We forgive from the heart and we don't make excuses many people refuse to forgive because they are always making excuses i cannot do this i cannot forgive because of this i cannot forgive because of this forgiveness is offered because it is needed not because it is deserved forgiveness is a purposeful choice that overshadows emotional responses that are often wrongfully used to legitimize the withholding of forgiveness Forgiveness is offered because God's grace, mercy, and love are active in the lives of those offering forgiveness instead of forgiveness being conditioned on the, on the supposed worth of the person receiving forgiveness. Forgiveness is granted, by, uh, granted for any type of sin uh, from simple mistakes to the worst sins imaginable. Forgiveness is often... Uh, offered at great cost to the person granting forgiveness. Forgiveness is ready to be offered uh, before wrongdoers realize their need for forgiveness. And sometimes I've heard of somebody, you know, that once used to pray a prayer to say, Father, I forgive even before any type of offense comes into my life. I forgive people in advance. You know, I've heard people pray like that. I forgive people in advance. Um, uh, whatever offense might come into my life, I forgive them in advance and I let it go in advance. Forgiveness covers sin in such a manner that past sin is not brought up ever again. So if it's in a marriage situation, you if you say you've forgiven your husband, well, uh, you must mean what you say. Um, if I've forgiven my wife, I must mean what I say. I can't now six months later bring bring up the issue. Uh, one year later, bring up the issue. Uh, five years later, bring up the issue. If I've forgiven, I have also uh, I've also had to let go and not bring up old issues. Then it shows that I haven't completely forgiven. Uh, forgiveness provides the possibility for renewed relationships, including those that are considered beyond repair or completely dead. You know, I just want to uh, share this uh, short story of myself. Um, you know, many years, a couple of years ago, maybe about six, seven years ago, I, I, I was badly offended. Now, those of you that are, that are in, um, in ministry, those of you that are serving God, 
you'll understand that we 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 get hurt all the time you know and and we 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 are we are vulnerable and we we are susceptible to hurt and we get hurt anytime uh in our in our in our seasons of serving god and um i do remember what happened was i i got so badly hurt um you know that 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 uh over the easter period and um uh, the the person that hurt me was in the church at the time they've moved on now they're not in the city of johannesburg anymore but the person you know this couple hurt me so badly and and i i it was it was a the, the evening before good friday and we were having a, a good friday service the next morning you know and 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 uh, we exchanged uh, messages on uh, texts on the phone it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and um the more i responded and the more they uh, retaliated and the more hurt i got man i was so hurt that it was about midnight on 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 friday morning that the holy spirit said to me stop it now you need to let this go you need to forgive and you need to let these people go and and not hold on to to the to the right to be right because sometimes that's what happens we hold on to the right to be right i'm right and i'm going to hold on to that man i just threw my phone away i stopped responding to the messages i lay prostrate on the floor that morning of of good friday and i repented before god i said father forgive me because you know i mean how am i going to bring a word uh on good friday how am i going to preach to the people on good friday how am i going to tell people about the forgiveness of god on good friday if me myself i haven't been able to forgive i haven't been able to release the people that hurt me and so i cried i wept because it wasn't easy to just let it go but i had to let it go uh, there were a lot of things at stake and i had to let it go i had to forgive them i had to let it go and i had to ask god to help me you know and and you know i got up there i think it was about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and uh you know i i finished with my sermon and i got a, a bit of sleep and i got ready for church in the morning uh feeling good about myself because i was able to let it go i was able to forgive so i'm not saying it's easy it's difficult i can give you many examples where i had to cry i had to ask god to help me because humanly speaking i felt that this is not going to be possible because you know i i just i feel that i have got the right to be right and the right to be offended uh but i had to let go many times in my life not that once but many times i've had those terrible experiences where somebody really badly hurt you before you go and minister before you go and bring the word and and i had to deal with that quickly uh, uh you know before i could step into the pulpit and minister the word of god and especially those of us that are serving god you might be an usher in the church where you are maybe you've been offended and and you're holding on to that offense maybe you even stopped going to church whichever church you attended you stopped going to church because you never dealt with that offense uh you might be in the praise and worship team something happened something was said something happened and you hold on to that offense and you don't want to let it go because you feel that what was done or said was unfair uh you might you might be involved in the in the media department whatever department of the church um it might be in your workplace in the corporate environment uh maybe you are not even in talking terms 
with some of your colleagues at work. Why? Because of bitterness and unforgiveness. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to help you deal with that. If you're a child of God, well, you know, it makes it easier because the Holy Spirit is more than ready to help you to let it go. Maybe it's offense, offense or hurt that has happened in the family. Maybe in the family circle, something has happened in the family and you are not in talking terms with your spouse. You are not in talking terms with your son or your daughter. You are not in talking terms with your parents. You're not picking up their cause. Why? Because you are angry. You're bitter. You, you are refusing to let go because the offense you feel is too much. And you have the right to be right, you feel. And, and you have the right to hold on to that offense. And that's how you feel currently. I want to challenge you to let it go. I want to challenge you to bring it before God and ask God to help you. There's such a release that happens when we forgive. There's such a, such a, a, a release that happens when we let go of offense in our lives. Um, it's such a, it's such, it's such a, 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 a relaxing feeling that we receive from God when we let go of offense. I want to pray for somebody now. You might be listening to this voice note. Whichever part of the world you are, unforgiveness is real. Uh, it's real in South Africa as it real as it's real in other parts of Africa, as it's real in America, in Europe, as it's real in any other country of the world. Um, this these are real issues we're talking about. And and you will only find peace when you let go and forgive. And real success comes when you uh, remove all forms of bitterness from your heart. Father, I want to pray for a person that is listening to this program right now, struggling to forgive. I pray that you give them grace to forgive. Give them grace to let go of any bitterness or offense or hurt in their lives. Help them become all that you intended for them to be in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you will uh, make a way for them where there seems to be no way. Help them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father, for freedom. I pray for liberty. I pray, Father, for deliverance. Holy Spirit, help them. Help them through this process. It might not be an, 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 an instant uh, a process, but sometimes it takes a bit of time. But I pray that you give them the willingness to be able to forgive so that they can let go of any form of offense in their lives. In Jesus' name. And so I pray that your grace will abound and your grace will be sufficient for them. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you for listening. I hope you've been inspired. This has been the Kairos Moment on Active FM. God bless you.
I pray that